Hey, what's going on? This is Troy, and this is the Planet 76 Podcast, your source for Sixers news, highlights, hot takes, and more. Welcome to the show. Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of the Planet 76 Podcast. I am your co-host, Michael from Trust to Love, and Troy's back for this episode. Uh, for those that don't know, I did a solo episode... That's good. Not really a week ago, but close enough to a week. Um, and we are fully back with, obviously, here, Troy. Um, we're going to be doing a full episode this week. Um, draft stuff, free agency, trades, as usual. So before we get into the episode, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast, whether you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever the case may be. And make sure you guys go follow us on Instagram, Planet76Podcast. That's all. We're going to get into the episode. And Troy, welcome back. I feel like that's I feel like that's fitting that's for this episode. Let's do it. Let's do it. Good to be back. Yeah, and I saw last episode, right, last episode, the uh, the mini 12.5. Yes. <laughs> this is episode 13. Yes. Um, you, like you said, you did a short one in between. So uh, good to be back. Um, like you said, that we got a lot to cover. Um a full slate of free agency talk, NBA draft talk, and of course, our favorite two people to talk about on this podcast uh, to date, Damian Lillard and Ben Simmons. Uh, we'll give our thoughts on that continued um, development, if you will, I guess we yes. can call it that, and uh, just give even our opinions on that and stuff. So, um, man, where do we want to start? Do we want to go in order of like what happened first? We can yeah, start with the draft, that, I guess. That works. that works for me. I say we start draft. Um, the yeah. Sixers draft. Was there anything outside of the Sixers though, draft related? Like, was there anything weird draft night? Nothing mm, anything big? I don't really call. Um, seemed like everything kind of went as planned. Um, yeah, just around. Well, the Josh Giddy going number five was at least to me. Uh, apparently, to a lot of people, that wasn't surprising. But to me, it was. Yeah. Josh Giddy going number five to the Thunder, a little bit high, but that's again, that's just my opinion. I I, I was yeah. talking to a few people after the draft who did actual research into the draft, and they were like, "No, that's that's pretty accurate for me." So, kind of surprising. But uh, that's that's one move that I would say. Per, again, personally, in my opinion, I thought Josh Kitty did go a little high. But again, the Thunder liked him. Yeah, yeah, and the Thunder have eighty-five picks anyway, so they can spare to, you know, hit or miss here or there. I guess. Um, I don't know what else was news or noteworthy related to the draft. Um, obviously, it came very very quick this year, yes. following the conclusion of the finals and whatnot um but the sixers so we previewed the draft a little bit one name that we did not mention was Jaden springer and that's who they got in the first round um what do you know about him i i personally um don't know a ton i know he's very young he's only what 18 19 um what's the what's the word on him anything yeah he's 18 he's 18 um Mm -hmm. and yeah for me like I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. I still am not really too knowledgeable on him as a player. Hopefully, summer league changes that for me. I'm hoping to tune into at least a few games for the Sixers in the summer league. But he seems right. like a pretty good two-way player from what I've gathered. Again, he's from Tennessee. The Sixers got him with the 20th pick. 
a lot of people were mad. Spoiler alert, everyone gets mad nowadays. But a lot of people were mad that the Sixers didn't trade the pick or they didn't take this guy, they didn't take this guy. Bottom line is Daryl Morey took, in his eyes, the best player available. And from what I see, from, from what I've seen so far, it's a great pick. I, I have no problems with it. He seems like he's a really good player, really young, really solid young player, and I'm excited to have him on the team. Well said. Well said. Yeah, I, I read that he's a 3 and D player, like you said, a good two-way guy. Um, out of Tennessee, very young. Yes. Um, I hate to say it. I don't know why. I don't know why. Don't get mad. I hate, like, the person that comes to mind when I, when I, again, I don't know a ton about him, and they're probably very, very different players, but just the age mm-hmm. thing. Me neither, yeah. And kind of seeming like uh, he's developing, if you will, I, and I could be completely wrong, but the one guy that I'm like, we've had a similar pick, and that was Zaire Smith. Not saying they play like at all, but just the age and, like, the development kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um for me, I'm just like, wow, okay. <laughs> and I have no idea. And Zaire Smith was not a three-point specialist by any means. He was just a super athlete mm-hmm. and uh, could obviously play defense. But just with the age right. thing and kind of the size maybe um, mm-hmm. makes me remind of him. The guy that we okay. drafted in the right. second round, Charles oh, Bassey. Oh I actually know more about him than I do Springer. Um so, really, I know way less, and I really? thought I knew nothing about Springer. So, this is, <laughs> so this Charles is Bassey, ready for this? <laughs> I watched him yes. play probably two or three times back in November, uh, the very, very beginning of the college basketball season. Charles Bassey from Western Kentucky, we got him in the 50s, in really? the 50s picks. Uh, the only reason I watched him play was because West Virginia, yeah. my favorite college team, is in a uh, pre-season, early season tournament. Uh, with Western Kentucky and Western Virginia played them, mm-hmm. and uh, Bassey was like the talk of the of the broadcast. Um, he played pretty well, a couple games, like I said. Oh, and okay. um, what was really interesting, and now I'm like, okay, I like when they drafted, him, I was like, no way, because I was like, I watched that guy play a few months ago, and <laughs> so this is early season, and he was projected like they were talking about him like he's going to be a draft pick. Like this guy's going to play in the NBA, wow. and so that's like encouraging to me the future. to say like, okay, you know, we got a guy in the fifties who wasn't a late like riser in the draft world. Like this dude, early season was projected to be in the NBA, and sure enough, he got drafted. And so uh, he was pretty impressive. He played against West Virginia's bigs pretty well. Um, but I just thought that was interesting. Like, this isn't a guy who snuck into mm-hmm. the draft. Uh, he was expected to be there. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> so we'll see how he pans out. I'm looking forward to seeing him in the summer league along with the other guys. Um, I don't, did you see the Jello ball drop 16 today in the I summer did. league? <laughs> I was actually watching that game earlier. I was actually watching the, the Hornets-Blazers game. That was a. am not going to lie. That was a pretty entertaining game. Some There were some really nice highlight plays. Uh, Kai, Kai Jones. Jones, yep. Again, like you mentioned, Langelo Ball, Michael Beasley was playing. That's Kenneth weird. Reed was playing. Bless from the past. That's weird. But um, it was actually a really good game, surprisingly, and uh, it was yeah, I was really happy to see Langelo Ball get a chance. Huh. Hopefully, he gets picked up by an actual roster. Right. That would be cool. Off to a good start. Sixteen points, only sixteen minutes played. Um, who mm-hmm. knows? Maybe that. Maybe for La- for well, not Lonzo. What's his face for Lamelo? They'll keep him on. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> who knows? But th- I was a little surprised. I don't, 
I don't know. I don't know a ton about Leangelo, but good to see that. Yeah, Michael mm. Beasley playing Summer League is just very odd. Fareed playing yeah. Summer League. Like, Kenneth isn't Green, there an yeah. age cutoff? Like, I don't think there <laughs> is, to be honest with you. I think I think there if you be. just take a few years off the NBA, I think you can join a Summer League team. It's nuts. And you can play for you, whatever team wants to pick you up. They can. They can. <laughs> Michael Beasley's probably like the plug. He's probably like buying dudes alcohol that are under 21 and you know all that fun stuff because there's a most of the guys down there are <laughs> under 21 so he's like got the hookup i mean that dude's true he's <laughs> early 30s i guess he was in college in like 2007 yeah, somewhere mm-hmm. in there so interesting uh anyway i don't know what else there is about our draft picks like you said summer league kicking up will will show us some stuff um there and again not not a whole yes. lot surprising around the nba draft Cade cunningham going number one um, I love Sacramento's pick, Davion Mitchell. Um, got him wherever they were around ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, mm-hmm. Jalen Suggs went to your guy went to Orlando, right? Really surprised that he fell that low, but the Magic got a good. They got a good one. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, what else has been going on in free agency? Anything? Anything big? Uh, the Bulls have made some moves. Yeah, free agency. I mean, nothing. Lake, yeah. yeah. Oh, Lakers Bulls, have endless said. money. Lakers just have a pot of gold. Um, Somehow. Somewhere. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> what, what's the average age of their team? I mean, it's got to be the league leading. Because <laughs> they got – now they, they brought Westbrook in. They brought Dwight in. Yeah. They brought – Kendrick Nunn in, he's a younger guy, but there's a couple others. Mello. Yeah, duh, Carmelo. Oh, my gosh. Trevor Ariza, um, Wayne Ellington, blast from the past. Jeez. And uh, one other, what other guy did they pick up? Did you say Dwight Howard already? Dwight Howard. They're old, man. They stole Dwight Howard from us, they even st- though it looked like Dwight actually... Wanted to go back to the Lakers anyway. Yeah, so Dwight said he was on vacation <laughs> for a year in Philadelphia. That hurt my feelings a little bit. Wow, I can't. I read that today. I can't. I, I was like, "Is this true?" I really hope this isn't true. But oh yeah, he said it on that's, his that's on his really IG mean. live. I can't believe Dwight said that. <laughs> I can't believe that. That is mean. Man, what a jerk. He looked like he really enjoyed. He looked like he really enjoyed his time here. Yeah, I guess he's gonna have to get the like, equ- the Frosties, Wendy's equivalent of a Frosties at. Oh, a frosty at In and Out or something in California because you know it's just not the same. No, no frosties <laughs> after two missed free throws out in LA. Which, yeah, I don't know what the equivalent of. I mean, do they have Wendy's out there? I don't even know. I guess In and Out <laughs> though. Oh man. Um, so yeah, they're they're very <laughs> old. They've made a ton of moves. Um, they have no shooting. I mean, Wayne Ellington, yeah. Carmelo, but like. I don't know. Those guys are old. The amount of the amount of non-shooting kind of outweighs the amount of shooting, in my Absolutely. opinion. Yeah, they're. I mean, that's trouble. They're they're gonna have to pick up somebody or get some young guy. Like again, a, a Wayne Ellington mm-hmm. and a and a Carmelo who can hit a couple shots for you, but they're not gonna be guys that play, you know, thirty plus minutes. Like, yeah. you need guys on the floor yeah. that are younger, have good legs, that can create a shot for themselves around the three point line, and they don't have that uh, right now. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows what they're going to do, but they've been very busy. 
Um, the Bulls have been busy getting Lonzo, among others. Who else went there? The Bulls, they got DeRozan, Lonzo. That's about it, to be honest. They built a nice, solid team around Vucevic and Levine. Lori Markkinen wants so, out. I think, I think, yeah, which, I don't know what team's going to want him. He has a big contract. Yeah. He's still young. We'll see where he ends up. Uh, other than that, mm. not a whole lot, but around the 76 or so, uh, we've already alluded to a couple, but who's staying, who's leaving, and who's brand new? Mm. Who we got? Yeah, I mean, I, I was talking about it in my little mini mini episode. Nothing too major. Um, Sixers kept Furcon, Danny Green. Very, very good of them to keep Danny Green. And I think he's making, he's going to be making less money than he was this past season, which is, in my opinion, which is great. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dwight Howard obviously left for the Lakers, which again, I would have liked to have Dwight back, but if that's how he feels, then he can stay. <laughs> that's all I care. I do think he's better than Drummond as a backup. But again, if that's what he wants, then so be it. And then they signed Georges Niang, former Utah Jazz player. I like that signing a lot. I think he's going to help this team a lot off the bench. Hopefully he replaces Mike Scott because no more, we don't need Mike Scott anymore. Right. And I don't want him back. And I'm pretty sure Georges Niang can do everything Mike Scott does, but probably better. Mm-hmm. So hopefully hopefully we get that. And Georges Niang is a very good shooter as well. I think he was he was 40% on yeah. some some very good number of attempts per game uh, last season. Yeah, he's right around 40. I'm really excited for that. And then the Drummond thing, I'm not too mad at it. I mean, I'm not even really mad at it. Andre Drummond. I think it's fine. I think it's fine, really. I mean, you know, I I feel like if you don't get Dwight Howard back, he's probably the next best thing. He's good for a solid 12, 12, 13 minutes a night. He'll block shots. He'll rebound. He'll play some good defense. The Andre Drummond signing is just hilarious. It is kind of hilarious, yeah. Given the history. Um, yeah. I don't know. Did he Was he hurt last year? Because he was with the Lakers at the end of the year. I don't I don't know recall. if he was hurt. I think he just got bought out by the Pistons. Or was it the Cavs? Cavs, Cavs, Cavs. Cavs. But did, like, I don't remember him playing a yeah. big role in the playoffs against the Suns for the Lakers. Like, I don't know. Um, I think he was out of the rotation, to be honest really? with you. But it's mostly because of... The Lakers' backlog and big man with Marcus Saul, Anthony Davis, and then who else did they have? Javel, did they have Javale McGee? Yes. No. No. They didn't have no. McGee. He was on the Cavs as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that, Andre Drummond. That's and he weird. He didn't really fit, you know, in that lineup. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, obviously, our our the one complaint you've seen people have about Andre Drummond, which I don't necessarily care about, like they're like. Oh, we needed someone to stretch the floor at the five, and that's certainly not Andre Drummond. But um, I don't know. I, I I think you go and get the best backup big you can, and I I personally think Andre Drummond is very good for that. Um, you know, you say you like Dwight better. Yeah. I mean, ba- again, I don't, not like I I keep up with Drummond or what he's been doing exactly lately, but I mean, if Drummond can be anywhere near as effective as he's been then I think he's great, and he's not like, you know, he's not old like Dwight. He's only in his upper 20s. Um, if he can yeah, fit no, into I mean, a role 
where he's comfortable mm-hmm. and, and again getting 13 14 15 minutes and just playing that and doing well and getting rebounds and um i think he's good i i, I mean the history he has with Embiid is funny and all the jokes and things and the real estate in his head and all that but at the end of the day i think andre drummond <laughs> can be very very good for this team um i mean think about it. every once in a while you'll see drummond like a few years ago, he'd have like games of thirty and twenty-five boards. Like, I mean, he's good. We'll just have to see how it plays out in Philadelphia. And then with Niang, uh, he's a guy I watched play a lot in college. He's a Big Twelve guy from Iowa State. Um, very good player there, three, four-year player. Um, as you oh, mentioned, no. a good sh- a good shooter. Um, forty percent from three for Niang. Uh, he's just good. So, uh, I think again, filling into a Mike Scott esque role, um, and play the position well. I think that's a good signing for us. A little younger than Mike. Yes. Um, yes. he only averaged a few points with the Jazz, but that's all I asked him to do. Uh, in a in a three point heavy offense, he can shoot it a little bit, stretch the floor for us, get some good minutes, stay consistent, stay healthy. I like the pickup. Um, I don't know about you, but these aren't... And then with the Drummond thing... Go ahead. I don't... Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't know about you, but like these aren't names that I envisioned being on the Sixers via free agency or even like... These aren't exactly big splashes in free agency or... You know, I, I think I saw some posts that you had mm-hmm. some grades for the Sixers, but I mean, what's your take on what they've done? Obviously, mm-hmm. it's not like, yes, we got Andre Drummond. Like, that's amazing, but... You know, role players that we want to fit in. Like, how do we feel? I guess. Right, and to go along with that Andre Drummond bit, I don't know that he's necessarily. I mean, and I hate to say this because NBA players are good; they're the best in the world at what they do. But I don't know that Andre Drummond is really a good NBA player. He's what? Sir, he is. He he'll get the job done. He doesn't really have. He doesn't really have anything in particular that he's good at. I mean, he's a good rebounder, but that doesn't really tell me much, you know. But again, he'll get the job done. He'll get rebounds. He'll block shots. That's He'll do what a backup big man is supposed to do. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> so that that's... A lot of people thought that was funny when I mentioned that. Uh, I think it was probably the day of the signing... And then people were like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. And I was like, it's, it's true, unfortunately. But again, he'll get the job done. He'll be fine. I don't I don't mind the signing at all. And then the Georges Niang signing and the grades, I, I would overall, I mean, I guess I did, I did give the Sixers a, where did I give them? A C plus, I think, for my free agent grades. Um, I think I gave him a C plus. I might give it a B. Um, I think I mentioned in my story that uh, since the Sixers were able to get Danny Green back, I would raise my grade to a B overall. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, no, it was after the George Niang signing. Okay, um, I would. I think getting Danny Green back bumps my grade up to a B. Okay, because I think keeping Danny Green was huge for the Sixers for the Sixers this off season. And Daryl Morey said it too. I think he said it today or yesterday when the signing got announced. Danny Getting Danny back was a number one priority for us this offseason. And I agree. I think I made a post about it as well. 
but overall i'd give it a b mm-hmm. yeah one one back to drummond I just, just like thought. you said you know there wasn't really good yeah um when we've seen Andre Drummond at his best, it's like when he's the guy, like when he's the starting center on a team. So it's mm-hmm. going to be interesting to see mm-hmm. him in this different role, even where even in L.A., like he's at least fighting for minutes, fighting for like to be that guy at that center position, I guess. Um, and everywhere else he's been, he's been that guy. And now he's behind the runner-up in the MVP, Joel Embiid. Like, yeah. how's he going to do in this role um, is my question. And, again, hopefully he plays into it. You know, we, we again, when we've seen Andre Drummond at his best, he's, you know, averaging 13, 14 rebounds a game at the starting center spot, but that's not going to happen. It's, you know, it's not. You can real more realistically look along for Dwight Howard's numbers of last year, averaging about 8-8, eight and 7-7. Eight, seven and seven. Um can Andre reach that and, and be as productive, if not more productive, than Dwight? That's my thought there. Um, so you're saying – I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say you're saying you're, – are you saying can he be as productive as Dwight? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think regular season Dwight, you and I are very happy with and, and most Sixers fans were happy with. So yes. can, can Drummond do that? Yes. At least. Then I'll be happy. You know, and yeah, then, that's going to be the big question. And then in the fifteen to twenty games that Joel Embiid misses, how is how's Andre Drummond going to do? Because mm. uh, those games last year, you know, Dwight Howard didn't even Very start true. some of them because he was more comfortable off the bench. Andre Drummond is going to start in those games, I'm sure of it. Um, how's he going to look then? Is he going to be a double double mm. guy? Is he going to go out and get a fifteen and fifteen? Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did because he's done that in the past. Um, we'll just have to see. So I think those are the two things. Can he fit into that bench role? And when Joel is out, because we know he's going to be out, how's he going to look? Right. All right. Exactly. That's an, I never thought we I never thought we would talk about Andre Drummond so much on the Planet Seventy Six <laughs> podcast. But here we are. He's a Seventy Sixer. So um, <laughs> moving oh on my. from him. Thank goodness. Okay. No big splashes in free agency. Do you think a lot of that is due to the fact transitioning right. to our next topic? Is a lot of that due to the fact that this team wants Damian Lillard. Well, I don't know if it so much has to do with the fact that they want Dame as opposed to them just not really having much cap space to even work with sure. because Simmons, Embiid, and Harris are all under contract. But, however, they they probably could have done a little more, so that maybe makes me think, hey, are they trying to save room for a potential Damian Lillard trade because, I mean, if it wasn't clear already, the Sixers' primary goal is to get Dame. And something came out today, I, I, I read it briefly and I put it on my story, but I didn't really read it. <laughs> it, was, it was from The Athletic. It was, it, the quote is, it will be fair to say the goal is less to trade Ben Simmons and more to acquire Dame. So the two probably go a little more hand-in-hand hand and this quote would uh, let, let on. But I, I get it. I understand where that's coming from because it does tie into the goal of Sixers of the Sixers wanting to get Dame. That should be their goal moving forward until the offseason ends and even into the season, maybe. Yeah, Damian Lillard. I mean, we we said it 
if people would just listen to us, they wouldn't be surprised by these quotes coming out because we said this two months ago. (laughs) You know, it's Damian Lillard or nothing. Yeah. And that's where the Sixers are at. Uh, It appears. It appears. Yeah, that quote. It'd be fair to say the goal is less to trade Ben and more to acquire Damian Lillard. Uh, A lot of Sixers fans probably don't like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So... Does that mean if Damian Lillard doesn't request a trade that Ben Simmons is on the Philadelphia 76ers next year? Doesn't look like Bradley Beal's going anywhere. Yeah. For me, I mean, now that you like you mentioned, doesn't look like Beal is going anywhere. They just made a trade to get Spencer Dinwiddie to Washington to put pieces around Beal. So I don't think they're going to trade him. I don't know if he's going to request a trade Zach Levine's not going anywhere doesn't look like the Kings are going to try and offer us to Aaron Fox anytime soon Damian Lillard is the only scenario right now that seems like Ben Simmons will be involved with and if that if Dame doesn't request a trade I don't think Simmons will be traded I think he will be here probably at the start of training camp probably a little bit into the season now, if Dame does request a trade, there's still a chance Ben stays because there's still a chance that the Sixers miss out on that. However, I think the Sixers have the best possible deal to offer the Trailblazers mm-hmm. for Damian Lillard. Out of, again, out of the maybe two or three other teams that would be involved, in my opinion, maybe the Knicks and the Celtics are probably the only other two teams that have the assets and the possible deals and the need to acquire Dane. Mm-hmm. Well said. Are you personally okay with what you just said? Um, with it still being Damian Lillard or Ben Stays? Are you okay if if Ben is here and this is the team? Like, this is the team. Like, yeah. no other moves. This is it. Are you all right with that? Well, I think it's more of me being on the side of getting enough value for Simmons mm-hmm. that makes the Sixers better because I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast, but I've definitely made posts about it. Just trading Ben doesn't make the Sixers better. A lot of people have told me that and I couldn't disagree more because he, he still brings a lot to the team. And although his flaws are very, I guess you could say under the microscope as of late, he still brings a lot to the team. So even if he is here, I mean, we'd ha- we'd really have no choice but to accept mm-hmm. it because if the goal is Damian Lillard and Damian Lillard isn't available, our only option is keeping Simmons because we're not going to trade him for a mediocre package. Right. Daryl Morey has said this on multiple. Well, he's he's definitely said it on one occasion, but he's also said other things, air quotes, <laughs> on other occasions. So Daryl Morey is going to accept nothing less of what he believes is equal value for Ben Simmons. Otherwise, Ben Simmons is going to stay. So am I okay with that? I mean, again, I think think we all might have to be okay with it because if you're a Sixers fan, you're going to root for the Sixers. You're not going to root for Ben Simmons to be off the team. Right. So in terms of a team aspect, I guess I would – if we don't get Dame – I guess I'd have to be okay with it, you know, because it's the team. I got a root for the Sixers. You can see these posters back here. I got a Sixers wall in here. I can't not root <laughs> for the Sixers, you know. So right. I guess I have to be okay with it. You have to be okay with it. Yeah, and and 
I agree. I mean, I, if I, I'm happy that Daryl's not just in this mode, and even this quote coming out that the Sixers aren't in this mode of let's just get rid of Ben Simmons, get him get, like yeah. get him off the team, get him off the team. Yeah. Because one, that gives off desperation. Two, desperation shows that okay we can get him for a good package like he's affordable mm-hmm. and you don't want yeah. other teams thinking that he's affordable um correct correct and daryl playing chess I'll, and yeah everybody else playing checkers daryl's <laughs> playing chess but what do you make of and it might be leaks from other teams who are trying to lessen the package for ben simmons but you know there's news the latest news on ben simmons in particular is that he's cut off communication with the sixers he hasn't responded to joel and b's calls and text messages like that's the latest development over the last few days uh i don't know Maybe there's just not good service out in L.A. at the mansion. Like, <laughs> what do you make of all that? I don't I don't believe it. <laughs> I mean, I don't believe it either. I really, and I'm not just saying that because I like Ben Simmons. Objectively speaking, you know, it's you, you can't really just believe everything that you read in sports nowadays at face value. You have to look at who's reporting it, the context. Oh, the Warriors are interested in Simmons. Oh, a Warriors reporter is saying these things. Could he be trying to lower Simmons' value? Right. Could he be trying to, you know, stir the pot in some way? You got to ask questions. You have to think about the situation. You can't just, oh my God, Simmons cut off communication. Oh my gosh, you got to look. You got to look a little bit deeper into the situation and yeah. then maybe come to a conclusion afterwards. So for me, I did that. I just that it was the same process for me that I just said out loud. Mm-hmm. And I've come to the conclusion that I don't really believe it. Mm-hmm. Again, objectively speaking, it just doesn't. It just doesn't seem like this is actually going on. Yeah. Yeah, and things aren't lining up. You know, you you read one article that says something like, "Okay, the Sixers are not going to get rid of them unless it's for Damian Lillard or something like that." And then you read yeah. another article. Uh, I read something today, or at least the title of it just made me laugh so hard. It was an article released today by a pretty credible source, um, or well-known source, if you will. Uh, Sixers and Ben Simmons have reached the point of no return, whatever that means. It's just there's so it's many hilarious. things conflicting that you just don't know. You just don't know. Do I believe that the Sixers have reached the point of no return? Absolutely not. No. It's just no way. Ben Simmons doesn't have enough leverage to... It doesn't make any sense. Or his agent, they don't have enough. They don't have enough room to say that. Oh, he's not make coming demands. back. Make demands to uh, again. Even you know, you see someone says, "Well, Ben Simmons prefers this team, that team, and that team." And it's like Ben Simmons doesn't have a say. It doesn't add up. It, it doesn't <laughs> add up. It doesn't. Um, I don't know. I don't think Ben Simmons personally is like dying to leave. I don't know. I've never gotten that vibe from him. Yeah. He had a rough series against yeah, the Atlanta I Hawks. Yeah, I don't but... see that either, to be honest with you. I don't see that either. Yeah. I'm sure he'd be fine either way if he got traded or not, but I don't see that either. Right. Um, it, it, it's chaos. Yeah, I saw something that was... <laughs> you got that he right. Likes the, he likes the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Warriors, three California teams. Like, what? Um, and that's just based on because he spends time there and because he spends with LeBron. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Thinking about the situation and coming to your own conclusions. That's what people don't do. So what do you think Damian Lillard's going to do? Damian Lillard is coming... F- Coming home, fresh off a gold medal in the Olympics. 
um, verbally has you know unhappy, I guess. I mean, how who would be happy with how things have gone in Portland over the last number of years? Even not making any deep playoff runs, not really putting a supporting cast around him. Um, you know, what's the biggest thing they've ever, they've done? They've went and got a thirty-something-year-old Carmelo Anthony. Like they haven't really helped Damian Lillard. CJ McCollum came no. in, but that's a draft pick. Like, but the thing about Damian Lillard and the thing that he, I think personally. And now again, I'm not in Damian Lillard's camp. I'm not Damian Lillard himself. I'm not one of his best friends. But I think Damian Lillard is struggling with this whole loyalty thing because he has self-proclaimed. He's kind of dug himself in a hole to say, "I am he's so loyal." He's doubled and tripled down on the fact that he is so yes. loyal to this franchise that he's having a hard time pulling away from that and stepping away and saying, "Hey, like for my career, it might be best if I move on." Exactly. He's just he he may be just stuck on that. Like what you're that's what I think. Being so loyal to this franchise. Yeah, yeah, because he because he's verbally said it, and he's recognized as one of the most loyal guys in the NBA, if not the most loyal guy in and the NBA. And he called out Paul George for leaving. Right, he's called out everybody. <laughs> a couple years ago, he said, you know, there's a quote a few years ago saying, you know, I'm not going chasing these rings like these other guys, you know, and like <laughs> now he's like, oh crap, I said all these things. Um, yeah, he doesn't want to go back on that or have these past quotes come up after he leaves Portland, you know, like. Um, I personally think, and again, I don't know, but I think that might be what Damian Lillard's struggling with. I think he might want out, but he doesn't know how to get out now. Um, that's just my thought. If we're just assuming, I feel like that's a pretty fair assumption because, again, we have, we both have no idea. But if right. we're if we're left to assume things, that might be a fair assumption to make. Yep. He he's he's not happy, and he's over thirty. He's at thirty years old now. He's not going to win a ring in Portland. Let's just be honest. He hasn't really won anything at all. <laughs> and he's not going to there, if we're being completely honest. They're yeah. not going to do anything. Yeah. Um, especially out in the West. Like, who are they, oh, who can they possibly get in the, in the next couple of years? Like, they're not going to get anybody. They haven't in the past, and they're not going to get anybody when Damon Little's older. So it's like, if he wants to play for championships... And he wants to do it with the best big man in the league. Come yes. on down. Let's go. <laughs> yes, sir. So we'll see. If you request a trade, things are gonna be popping. Um that's gonna win it. That's gonna be when it's gonna get really, really interesting. So we'll see if that happens. What is in thirty seconds or less, what is the trade package for Damian Lillard? What is it? What do you offer? So I would offer obviously Ben Simmons. I'd offer Tyrese Maxey. I'd offer Shake Milton. As many as many first and second round picks as humanly possible. <laughs> if it's if it's in the twenty thirty draft, I don't care. Give it all up to get Damian Lillard here. That's my that's what I would offer. I feel like that's a really good package. Yeah. It is for a team that needs to rebuild, it is. Three Correct. Ben Simmons, a three-time All-Star, multiple-time defensive player. And if you're trading Dame, you're more than likely rebuilding. And they are, and and they're rebuilding with three, one All-Star guard, two, you know, um, I don't know what the word is, two guards that can really play the game, and they've proven that, uh, that are also mm-hmm. very young, and a bunch of draft picks. So your goal, again, in your ideal scenario, it's it's keeping Matisse here. I would love yeah, that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind keeping Matisse. Yeah, I would love that. I know we both saw Instagram posts featuring Matisse and Damian Lillard, um, yes. best friends. <laughs> That's cool. 
Yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, okay, so that's the ideal package. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's 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 waiting on Damian Lillard to request a trade season. That's what we're it's in. Damn right time. Now. It's damn time. <laughs> <laughs> so what else? What what's next besides summer league and all that stuff? Well, we got training camp. Uh, starts the end of September, and then the regular season is back on track to begin in mid October as. Uh, it did two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. That's usually the starting time, mid-October, late-October. So things are getting back on track for the NBA, which is actually really good. Um, I'm really excited. Right. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're just waiting on Damian Lillard. Um, is there any other free agent available, like, or other than a trade for Damian Lillard, this team is set? Does it seem that way? Um, what did you say you cut out? Other than, like, a trade for Damian Lillard, does it seem like this team is set? Well, for the most part, yeah. I think the Sixers still have a little bit of um, flexibility to use certain deals on players. I think they may have a veteran's minimum left. I think they might have a mid-league exception left, which they do, I believe, because they only offered – they had a 98 million dollar mid-league exception i believe and they only used i think they only used 3.5 on george's niang um it's a two-year deal i think he ended with like a seven million dollar deal for two years so i think they may have a little bit of money left over and i think they have a veterans minimum contract so they could bring in at least one more but at most two more guys if they if they decide to do that Okay, and if it's one, what so kind yes, of guy? Part, what kind of guy are you looking for? If it's one player, um, well, another wing. I mean, you can never have too many wings. Preferably a guy that can shoot the ball and defend. There's, there's always guys out there that, that can that can do that. So hopefully one more, and then maybe also another backup guard. Because if you trade Milton and Maxi, right. your your guard depth is pretty low especially considering they, they waived George Hill. So you may want to bring in another guard, but ideally a backup wing who can shoot and defend. Yeah. No, that's I, – I don't know why I haven't thought of that, but, yeah, I agree with backup wings. But a point guard, if this trade were to go down, yeah. we don't have backup point guard. We're losing yeah. three point guards yeah. for one, and then we have guards consisting of Damian Lillard, Seth Curry, and Danny yeah. Green. We would need a backup one. I don't know who's available, right. but that's what we need right. for sure. Okay. All right. It's Dame time. Yes. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Anything else? I don't think so. Hopefully, maybe next couple of days, Dame requests a trade, and then next episode we can talk about it. Maybe. Yeah, we'll do an emergency <laughs> podcast. Just maybe. Damian Lillard. Oh, definitely. If Dame requests a trade, definitely. It's time. Ticking, ticking, time is ticking. It's Dame time. Let's go. It's time. Let's go. <laughs> All right. That's it for Planet 76. Uh, we'll have an episode out here in a few days. Today is what? Sunday, August 8th. We're recording on Sunday, Sunday night. We're just cool like that. I don't know. We're not closed ever. So Sunday, August 8th, 
is the recording time. Maybe you're listening to this on a Wednesday, and Damon Lillard already requested a trade, and we're like, why are we still talking about Well, that's because we recorded on Sunday. <laughs> so um, We were early. We'll see about that, and uh, we'll see you next time on Planet 76. Maybe catch up on some Summer League action. Of course, yes. talk about our favorite guys, Damian Lillard and Ben Simmons, and uh, push ahead to the start of the summer league training camp coming up end of september yep. it'll be here before you know it folks and uh we hope yep. that you will join us along the ride planet 76 well, we'll see you next time peace you just listened to an episode of the planet 76 podcast hey we appreciate you joining us for this episode Whatever platform you're on, why don't you hit that subscribe button for us, and we'll see you next time.